Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller. With the 254th and final pick in this year's draft. Cut too slow, my boss raps like Ben Snow. My whole team got big goals. One with platinum two times in a row. Now starting on your audition facts. Rose filled by the glow up like blacks. Handed the key to the tracks. Look up the jizzy and call up my studio plaques. And these cool kids write me up a stranger. Push me down. They don't want me around. Let me know that's how they feeling. All right. All right. Welcome to another edition of Pick 254. Somehow we've made it through the regular season and into the first round of the playoffs. I don't know why you're still listening. I'm hoping it's only the other schmucks in this league and no one else is wasting their time with something so pointless and, well, just pointless, pretty well, pretty well discovered, just ugh, describes uh, what's, what's going on here. But, uh, yeah, for those that might have stumbled across this, Fantasy Football League, year 17. Three guys left that have no titles, and one former champion still stands in their way. No pressure on me. But uh see how it goes. Um, yeah. One really close game we'll dive into last week. Another one. Maybe a surprising blowout, but I do have to say the top two scores in the league came from the two guys on a bye. I took the top spot at 114 overall points and uh, math, and Mr. Max Thompson with 99 second place. That's uh, respectively the one and two teams. Each had a bye in the first round. Kind of a wild card uh, first round setup in our league. Ten teams. Six people make the postseason. One and two get a bye. Three, four, or three, six, and four, five play each other. And it uh, came down to Thursday night game and uh, late play in one of the matchups. Pretty exciting stuff. But the semifinals are going to be taking place this week. I don't want to spoil too much before we get to the uh, review of last week and the preview of the next week. But I'm a little, little upset that I wasted a 114 point performance in a week where I didn't play. A uh, little, little upsetting. I do have to say, picking up Ryan Tannehill um, is is pretty good. Still don't know how, but the dude has just been going off. Uh, had another good week, twenty seven points, and again wasted it on a buy. Eckler had twenty. Really thought that might be a bit of a. With Gordon coming back, traded for him early. Uh, even on my bench. Oh, well, no. I just picked that guy up. So there were a couple changes I made. But, yeah, I had a dang good week. And Oh, biggest pickup. As good as Tannehill's been. Youngway Koo, kicker of the year. Dominating late in the season. Gotta love it. Uh, but, man, it's just very frustrating. Put up such a good performance, and you don't even get to beat anybody. Not happy about it. It's it's upsetting, um, almost as upsetting as it probably is for the guys that didn't even get a chance at the postseason. Jesse and Greg, no, not Jesse and Greg. Actually, yeah, sorry, Jesse, Greg, Josh, and Vaughn. None of you got a chance at it. Upside this week, 
Yeah, everybody's in action. The fifth place game uh, with the two teams that lost last week, and then the Constellation Toilet Bowl tournament going on. Cannot wait to dive into that shitstorm. Uh, that's going to be fun. All right. All right, I hit an ad break. I'm going to drink some more of this bourbon barrel peach cider that I found at the old grocery outlet. This podcast not sponsored by Grocery Outlet. Not yet, anyways. But we will get to our sponsor, Anchor, then come back with a review of the week that was. Thanks again, Anchor, for making all that is this happen. I still can't believe how easy it is to get a podcast out there on so many different platforms, especially something as irrelevant and ridiculous as a fantasy football podcast about a league that you're in with a bunch of guys who have a connection to a small town on the Oregon coast. So just, just, yeah, thank you for making all of our wildest dreams come true. And now time to start drinking because those are our wildest dreams. So with me on to the good stuff review of last week. We'll kick it off with the four or five matchup loser. This game is out winner. This game gets the regular season champ, uh, which, you know, right now some might argue that a regular season championship is as good or better than a, no winning the tournament at the end. So just, just remember that for now, but it saw the commish Scotty taking on the Mitch Darren combo, uh, preseason Mitch Darren combo. Everybody thought, wow, they're going to dominate. And while they put up a lot of points, a seven, five record coming in, barely edging out, uh, the commish who nobody ever has any expectations for, uh, who came in at seven, six, um, so we'll look at this. I'm going to dive into the recap because Yahoo kind of breaks it down for you. It gives you the update of how it went uh, throughout. Nice little chart there. And yeah, this one uh, was not the closer of the two games. If we go to the weekly grade, one manager, B minus. Other manager, a D. I thought they were going to give him a D minus. Just a D. Mitch and Darren take the D. Uh, final score, 91-62. And Scotty led this thing the whole way. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't really get out of hand till Monday night when it was a kind of an exclamation point or, you know, one final thrust in there to put Darren and Mitch out of, uh, their misery. Uh, as the headlines read, Tommy's jumping off point, beat expectations, earn win against Mitch, comeback kid in a 91 62 route for the third highest score of the week, I might add. Um, just, you know, pretty impressive. Scotty's fourth. Best uh, point getter would have been tied for the Mitch Darren combos. Uh, number one, Matt Ryan, 22 points, Aaron Jones, 16, Zach Ertz, 16, and Allen Robinson, the second with 14. While Mitch's top performers were De- DeAndre Hopkins at 14, Aaron Rodgers at nine, the Chargers defense at nine, and Philip Lindsay with eight. So, not a very impressive uh, performance. After the Sunday uh, early games, Scotty was holding on to a 13-point lead. Uh, You know, that high-scoring game uh, in Atlanta helped uh, some late-game stuff. And then uh, by the end of Sunday afternoon games, Scotty had a 75-59 point lead. That was uh, rough. And then Ertz just kind of 
stepped on the Darren Mitch neck right at the end to end that battle. So congrats, Scott. You get to face the warrior in the next round. And that's right. I called myself the warrior. Deal with it. This game. This came down to the wire. Projections going in. Falafel Waffle is going to have 75. Turned down for Watt, 78. So Falafel Waffle, for those that follow, know that that is Zach's squad. While turn down for Watt would belong to Javon, who had a bit of a tumble, was holding on to that one spot for a while. A few weeks to go, just lost, 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 and fell down to third and just missed out on that bye. I think last week he still had a chance to get it. But in this game, the quarterbacks combined for 17 points, 9 and 8. So I was watching this one really closely, and I did not think uh, what happened would happen. Zach did not listen to my advice last week. He did not pick up Trubisky, and he did not start him because he didn't pick him up. Uh, and uh, that may have cost him. Um, on their benches, I got to say, uh, both teams left some points on the bench. Yep. Yeah, each team could have had at least one change that would have helped them. Uh, Javon could have started uh, Johnson in Arizona instead went for Kenyon Drake, and Johnson's one with the uh, touchdown. So seven points. And then Zach left 15 on the bench with his quarterback, which isn't great, but considering uh, Kyler Murray only put him nine, that would have been good. Pittsburgh's defense, duh, they dominated. Um, 20 points, and that's two more than the Minnesota defense that he started. And in a game that ended in a one-point differential, uh, that could have been the difference. So as we look at the projections after Thursday night, neither I don't think either manager had someone going. You had turned down for Watt, take the lead after the early Sunday games, but then Falafel Waffle jumping out to a big lead with the Sunday afternoon games. Then Sunday night, it was a neck and neck through to the Monday games. Uh, let's see, where is the stats here? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, come on. Seems like it gave me a better rundown for the other game, but this was the exciting one. Downside to having computer generate your, uh, what you call them, your, uh, blah, 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 your reviews is they miss out on what ended up being uh, the difference maker at the very end of the Monday night game. So just uh, some point getters, 19 points scored more than anybody else in the league. That was uh, for Zach's team. That was Derrick Henry. The Vikings defense is 18, comes in second. Uh, Badgley, the kicker, 10, and Mike Evans with nine. So those are his top four going down to turn, turn down for out. Roby Anderson, who's been on its hair. Uh, every week, I think he's going to put up a goose egg, and every week he does something good. 13, Robert Woods with a good week. 11, Green Bay Packers defense, 11, and Russ Dog eight points. And I tell you, Russ Dog lost this game for Javon. That's right. Final score, 71-70. Russell Wilson throws a late interception, giving the game to Zach over uh, Javon. Going in, as you would have said, it's come down to Russell Wilson on Monday night, and you only need a few points to win. Anybody in their right mind would have taken that money. Instead, um, Falafel Waffle holds on and will face math in the next round. Uh, and I guess I, that's a, it was a pretty exciting way to end uh, that wild card round of the playoffs. Uh, neither uh, of the teams 
would have beat their next opponent with the projections. Uh, so, you know, still probably underdogs going into the next round. But as fantasy football, man, anything can happen. I almost think it's better to come in, eke one out before you hit the semifinals. Uh, upside, the four teams that are left, all playing for trophies, one through three going down. Max, I'll probably see you in the third place game. We can uh, Trubisky versus anybody you want to put out there, 1v1. I'm going to take it. Uh, so that's all we got for the uh, review of the week before. Again, Zach taking down Javon 71-70 in a very tense, late Monday night dramatic finish. And um, then I already got Scotty destroying, dominating the Mitch Darren combo. Mitch Darren only made like seven moves all season. Maybe should have made a couple more. Maybe should have made a couple more. Either way, oh, I also should have mentioned Zach won with Sonny Michelle putting up a goose egg at running back, so that could have led to even more. But, uh, yeah, we're going to hit it up with that old uh, preview of the week to come. Stay tuned. No, it doesn't seem like I was gone long, but uh, that's that's the upside to using microphones and audio editors. I can stop it and leave and go have a bowl of soup and come back and finish this uh this crotchety old pod without anybody ever knowing that I was gone for 20 minutes or so. Mm. And bourbon barrel peach cider. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so my favorite time of year, I love constellation brackets. I love games that truly mean nothing because you always get a manager or two that's still trying to eke it in the change of the liner. And usually the one that wins is the one that doesn't check their team for a while. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, looks like most games pretty close, but uh, we're going to start with that consolation round uh, and then we'll jump uh, up to that fifth place game because losers of last week automatically are in a fifth place game and then we'll hit up the um, championship round. So you've got the Kashuk Wookiees, which is Greg against Winless in Seattle, which is Josh on one end of the consolation semis and you've got Jesse and Vaughn on the other end. I'm not going to look at who's playing. I'm going to give this really simple. I'm going to just call it out my perfect projections. Vaughn is going to pull it off, finish the season strong. I think he's going to continue to move through, and Jesse will finish outside, uh, not not in some sort of championship game. He will not be in a constellation. He's just going to lose. He's done. Stick a fork at him. Jesse's got nothing. In the Greg Josh one, I really want to pick Josh because Josh Vaughn final will be fun, even in the consolation round. But Josh, your, your team's rough. It's sad. And even with Greg's team, it does show me the projections on here. It says Greg's projected for like 59 right now. 59. I still think he takes you. I don't think he beats his projection. Josh, figure it out, man. Figure it out. You're not good. I love you, but you're not good, man. Uh, so that'll be the consolation round in the fifth place game. Two, I mean, Mitch Darren projected for a lot of points here. Javon and turned down for Watt, maybe not as much. It's a three, four teams uh, as the regular season ended. <sighs> and a pick one. Hmm. Who? Ah, oh, you both suck. I got a Darren Mitch. You got to end on a high note. Darren Mitch can take fifth place. Javon, you're the slide continues. You had a good start to the year, but you tailed off late. Just like your 49ers are going to actually. No, did the 49ers win last? Never mind. They came back and won. Darn. 
Why couldn't even miss that field goal? Oh, well. Mitch Darren still win that one. I'm never wrong. Um, I want to save myself for last because I like where the projections are at, and I like that it's me and the commish. I also like oh, one thing. I like two teams that are uh, posturing a little bit. Uh, hopefully, they remember, and they don't have any Thursday night starters, but you've got um, Flava Waffle and Zach, the number six seed, taking on the number two seed and Math, or Max's team, co-managed by Alyssa. And uh, as it shows right now, Max only has one player starting, and that's his kicker, Will Lutz, while Zach is only starting a Jack Doyle, his tight end, both playing opposite sides on Monday night. I would love to see neither one blink, make this the matchup, and I, I mean, bold move with the tight end for the Colts on Monday night, but a touchdown might win it for him, and uh, with the way Brissett was throwing last week, it's possible. Uh, but if we were to look at the benches and what's probably actually going to happen here. Oh, Zach, Zach, Zach. What do you do at quarterback? Well, you got Goff facing Dallas, and that's probably a good bet. Dallas is done. No chance. Please do not start Kyler Murray again. Eh? Actually. Ah, your call, bro. Your call. They've got Cleveland. They're at home late in the year. Might work out. Either way, Lamar Jackson's going to outduel you. Uh, he gets the Jets on Thursday night. Oh, actually, huge conundrum for Max. Do you start Jackson on Thursday, hope for a lot of points against the Jets, or do you wait and get Breeze on Monday night to hopefully either already have the game in the bag or Monday night him? That is going to be the call of the week. Trying to figure out who to start at quarterback. Couldn't make or break this year. No pressure there, Mr. Thompson, your friend of the show. Wouldn't want to put that on you. Uh, but... I think all signs to me point to Max being the favorite in this one. He's got a really strong team. Melvin Gordon, uh, George Kittle, um, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Devonta Adams, Tyler Lockett, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees. Um, tough team. Uh, Johnson for the Steelers had a good week last week. Could be up again. Baltimore's defense against the Jets. And uh, Will Lutz is the kicker. Gotta love the leg of Lutz. Really tough team to beat. Um... I'm going to have to say, I think Thompson's going to take this one. Uh, I don't think Zach's going to get the magic he did last week. Thompson's going to be in the high 80s to mid-90s. Zach, you'll be lucky if you break 74. Uh, Thompson, you're taking this one. Congratulations. I'll see you in the final because there's no way I can't choose myself, even if everything in me tells me I'm going to chunder. And Scotty, the number five seed, is going to take it. But let's look at that matchup. Currently projected 78 points apiece. Still could have some changes there, plus projections don't mean much. I do like the Ertz went off on Monday night last week because I, he's just not very consistent. Eagles players are typically one-week boom, next-week bust, so I'm really pulling for a bust. Uh, Kamara for the stupid freaking Saints did not score well last week. He is playing on Monday night, and I hate facing someone playing on a Monday night. I'd rather just be sighted Sunday. Drink away my pain and then wake up and you know do the whole work week on Monday. Either way, it's gonna probably come down that far. I got uh, Thomas going Monday, so hopefully we can uh, maybe balance each other out a little bit there. But Kamara, kind of waiting for a big week. My bench, I just don't think Chark Jr. is gonna finish too strong uh, at the end of the year. Brady has been trash, and even though they got the uh, bungles, New England's bungling everything. Can't start him. James Connor. 
Uh, hopefully back this week. Don't think he gets a full load. Won't be putting him in. I'm actually benching Young Way Koo in favor of uh, Butker. I like Kansas City versus Denver matchup uh, in Kansas City as opposed to Koo having to go back to California where he was cut by the Los Angeles Chargers. I think those flashbacks are going to be too much for him. Toughest call here will be Philly's defense or the Rams' defense. Rams get Dallas. Philly, though, gets uh, the team from Washington. And the team from Washington just lost. I mean, they got a rookie quarterback going. They lost uh Guys, Grease, Goosey, whatever, last week. So that could be favorable for me. Uh, Got to kind of figure that out. I really like one pickup I made this week, Pascal and A.J. Brown from Tennessee. I, I With Tannehill playing the way he is, uh, to take it on Houston. Houston's defense hasn't been uh, maybe what we're used to. I need that matchup to pay out. I like that Matt Ryan's taking on San Francisco. Hopefully San Francisco's defense can have a much better yeah, balls. Actually, wait. No, that's great. Uh, Scotty hopefully cancel himself out here. Matt Ryan going against San Francisco's defense. Every touchdown that Matt Ryan scores hurts San Francisco's defense. Could Devonta Freeman just have a die? Run the ball, score some points. Help me out, brother. Uh, you know, run all the reverses you can, Atlanta. Anything that's not a passing touchdown or a rushing touchdown from Ryan really helped me because it hurts the defense, doesn't help the quarterback. That's what I need. Um, Fournette gets to face Oakland, so that could be bad. Uh, luckily, Jacksonville hasn't been great, so we'll see. I do like my chances. Uh, gosh, Edelman will probably do decent, but Michael Thomas, Godwin hasn't had a good week in a little bit, so I think he's due. Todd Gurley getting run at Dallas. He's in a dome. He, he's going to go, uh, especially with the, the Rams trying to get things right and maybe make a late push. I think it's good. Um, Waller has not been what he was early in the year. So, again, I think he's due. I got some guys ready to just blow up this week. Uh, so I, I do think I'll take down Scotty. I do think I'm going to put up 90 points to do it. Scott, I think you're in the high 80s. And I'm going to hit low 90s, and I'm hopefully going to uh, eke this one out. I would say it's probably as close as our current projections. I'm a 51% favorite to your 49. Uh, man, I got to say, you, you put up a good late charge here in the season, but 7-6 record. 7-6 doesn't deserve to win. That's not it. 10-3 and three on the year. Had a great season. I put it together. I think I've got the, the guys to get me there. No way I shouldn't get this title. Um, I'm going to take it. I have, I, have a, I have a good feeling. I think I got this. So, yeah, those are the uh, predictions for the upcoming week. Hopefully uh, it goes my way. Um, yeah, if Kamara Monday nights me, I'm, I'm not going to be happy. Um, going to be rough. Next week, I think I finally figured out how to – in the most easy way possible, record some phone calls. So I'll try and uh, surprise the league with random Facebook messages on whatever day I decide to record. It's really going to depend on uh, my plan of the third place game or my plan for the title. Uh, my mood will definitely, definitely affect what we do here next week. So, yeah, that's the game plan. Um I hope everybody has a good week. I've um, already done one elementary choir concert this week. I've got two more to listen to. And, uh, man, they're awful. Just like the worst things on earth. I don't know why schools still put those on. They, uh, they're not fun. Um, they're, it's the same songs. It's not like they're doing, like, I'm not hearing any, uh, 
Puppies Are Forever. I'm not hearing any like more modern Christmas songs. Uh, I, I would like to, um, but it's just like the same ones. Could we get something a little more of tempo, please? Elementary schools. That'd be cool. But uh, yeah, two down, two to go. Life's hard, but uh, you know, as as uh, Eric Matthews once said, life's tough. Get a helmet. I used to tell myself that I was nothing. Victim to the poison, I was huffing. Now my name come up like no discussion. That's all day, man. I say I'm bluffing and no rub your phone.